0: I feel like that's so true. Like, have you ever heard a beat so good? Like, you just like you feel the vibrations in your puss, and you're just like, "Oh my god, I'm gonna come."
1: So I be coming in my ears, <laughs> not my puss. <laughs> hey, y'all! Welcome to another episode of.
0: Can I help you?
1: Can I help you? So today I have a guest with me. We've known each other for some time now. (laughs) Sounds sounds like a relationship. (laughs) I've known this individual since they were in eighth grade. And now she is just a blossoming young woman. Yes, NYU, period. She is a student- doing student things, being a student, broken all but still having the best time of her life. This girl, this young woman.
0: All right, you're carrying. In. She's
1: honestly been the highlight of my parental journey cuz she is my child. Give it up for the lovely, the talented, Miss Jada.
0: Hi everyone, it's Jada. Um, yeah, should I introduce myself or like what's yeah,
1: up? Yeah, go ahead, and introduce yourself. Let the people know who you are.
0: Um, <clears throat> like Junior said, my name is Jada. I go to NYU. I'm a freshman, and I've known Junior since the eighth grade through like a mentorship slash friends slash experience and junior has sort of been my mentor mother friend since then and Mm -hmm. yeah and me and
1: Noel taking care of you mm
0: -hmm. Mm -hmm. and we just here to talk today we not we feeling kind of tired today so we like we're chilling it's kind of just gonna be a casual conversation so yes
1: and a little backstory we want full transparency okay we recorded an episode previously with us Mm -hmm. and i think we were just so uptight so i guess kind of nervous about making sure that we're staying on time and keeping on schedule and on topic that it just felt weird so we just decided or maybe not weird but it just felt like it didn't feel like our normal selves like when we talk that's not how we usually talk to each other it right. felt almost felt a little bit performative in a way um, so we just wanted to not code switch and we're just changing it up and we're recording a new episode so like Jada said you know we're both pretty tired but we're just gonna keep it casual we're just gonna have a conversation about a lot of things
0: mm-hmm. um, but
1: before we get started
0: right right we have to do check-in
1: we do have to do a check-in so how you doing how you feeling what's up
0: um we kind of checked in before this but i'm feeling tired and feeling a little like you know when a saturday doesn't really feel like a saturday Yes. Kind of feeling that, so I'm like, uh, like I'm kind of just I want to stay in bed and like watch a TV show or and like go to sleep and, um, I don't know, eat some good food. I need like some good food today, like that's the kind of vibe. And
1: it feels like a Sunday, right?
0: It does actually. I think that's the best way to describe it. And, but I don't know. I was. I was at the club last night, so I was like, I'm tired. And I feel like I'm recovering in terms of, like, my energy, so. Mm
1: -hmm. Energy level is low. Mm -hmm. You got to fill that meat up with some rest. (laughs) (laughs) Why are you laughing? Why is this so funny? I don't know. (laughs) Well, for me, I've been overworking so honestly, I feel like I am exhibiting behaviors that I told myself I wasn't gonna do anymore. Mm-hmm. So I'm overworking. <laughs> That's really the main thing. I like, got overworking. I'm I'm, yes, I'm putting work before everything, and is it's bad. Like, it got to the point where I made myself sick this week. It wasn't the vid. Or who knows, maybe it was a quick one, <laughs> but it only lasted like two days. But yeah, I made myself sick. I was very spacey one day, very fatigued for two days. It was just hard for me to wake up. Somehow, you know, I still made it to work every day on time. But I was just so tired this week. And <clears throat> now I have to finish setting my place up. I just got my bed, so I have to put the frame together. I don't know, all this overworking you know, it's just starting to get to me and just like Jada, I wanna just rest, I wanna be lazy, but I always have something to do. So and you know, my dumb self not taking care of myself. I said, Yeah, I'm gonna work this weekend too.
0: You're working <laughs> so, this weekend.
1: yes yeah, so I'm putting it over time. So before we started talking, I I worked and then I'm working tomorrow. And then can you believe it? We're working on MLK Day.
0: That's disrespectful.
1: But if my ancestors told me to get that money, I sure will. Run me my holiday check.
0: You think they telling you that?
1: No, they told me to rest. But uh, I'm a complaint. Well, I'm not part of a union, so it's not like I can complain.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I I I should have took the day off.
0: <clears throat> Honestly, I feel like. Is it a national holiday? I'm like I should know that, but
1: mm, I don't know if it's recognized as a national holiday.
0: Okay. Okay.
1: Wait, let me look that up. Actually, that's a good question. Yeah, because I'm Is like MLK a national holiday. It's a federal holiday. Okay. Yeah. So I think for federal holidays, those are the ones where things are mainly still open me having a background in teaching <laughs> and maybe just where I was teaching. This does not sound like a teenage story. Mm-hmm. And like, even thinking back to like my high school days. Yeah. Like there are white kids doing like drugs and having like house parties, but it wasn't to the extent that's, you know, shown. Uh, but also with my background in teaching as well, just seeing, just knowing that these, are supposed to be high schoolers and you know in this show is very sexually graphic and I'm not saying that teenagers can't be sexual I'm not saying that teenagers you know can't express themselves it just feels different when I'm watching it <laughs> mm-hmm. like the first episode I had to pause it because I was like I'm supposed to go into this with the mindset that these are high schoolers I'm watching high schoolers fuck hmm like, I don't, like, this is low-key child porn. If if I'm supposed to go in with this mindset and I don't feel comfortable and, you know, I know it's a show, you know, there's some folks that are like, oh my gosh, like you're thinking about it way too much. It's just a show, mm-hmm. which I do understand. But this is the mindset that I've given. Like, this is what's in the script and this is what's in the synopsis too. The yeah. high schoolers. So, you know, at first I felt comfortable. I think I was 20 minutes in and I was like, oh, should I continue watching? Like, I even text Noel. I was like, these are teenagers, right? I'm watching. Yeah. <laughs> like, it feels like I'm watching Child porn.
0: A lot of people are like, why not? Like, why not this in college?
1: Yes, it seems more college. Like, it would make sense for college.
0: Mm-hmm. And I think I definitely think that would have changed the whole, like, dynamic of the show in what sort of way because i think that it's kind of important that they're in high school because it's like i feel like they make really really dumb decisions so like i mean people in college people in
1: college make really no, dumb decisions because you're still developing
0: yeah but i don't know i think actually maybe it's not that important i'm like trying to no think. no talk about it I don't know i think the only reason it's important is because it's like i think they wanted a fresh perspective of like hey like this can this this is not the only kind of this stuff doesn't only happen in college like it can also happen you know to high schoolers and it does i think i think these stories a lot of the stories are real stories but i think that they're definitely exaggerated but also, I think, what if we just literally do not know about these like people who face these kinds of things, and we're not exposed to it? Because I was like watching yeah. behind the scenes, and Zendaya was like, you know, like I really just there are people who need these stories told. You know what I mean? Um, mm-hmm. And it, and she sounded like, you know, like there was people who she knew who had like experienced similar things. Um, that needed an outlet you know what i mean so maybe the story's not as you know common but i think that it's definitely out there you know what i mean Mm
1: -hmm. yeah or it is common or yeah it's common in certain probably areas maybe like more geographically these things are bound to happen mm -hmm. but not as again as you said like dramatized yeah like there's still teenagers dealing with drug abuse and having to go to rehab Um, there's still a lot of folks who are you know like one of the characters sexually active with a college student Mm -hmm. that's also a story there's teenagers who are sexually active with a partner who is abusive to them
0: Yes.
1: and there's you know (laughs) teenagers that sell their body
0: Mm -hmm.
1: on the internet like these, you're right. Like these sto- these are certain stories, but I don't think to the point of what we're
0: seeing. Mm-hmm. I think it just gives us a more in-depth look. And I think that a lot of these stories, I feel like are to the everyday person, are sort of surface level. It's like, yeah, we know this exists, but we don't really know what it's like.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Honestly, when I was watching the show, I don't. I didn't feel that uncomfortable because I'm still young and I'm still a teenager. I'm mm-hmm. Obviously, still, but <clears throat> I was like,
1: you're closer in age bracket.
0: Yeah, and then also I like I could also just tell like I was like these are literally adults. Like I, it was like they they need to like I don't know. It's like weird. That's the issue. <laughs> uh, <laughs>
1: they need to stop casting adults as teenagers
0: so then what do you think they should do
1: I know and, that, and that's like the back and forth too so it's like okay we want high schoolers having these experiences but do we have adults do it because you know obviously it's legal like to do yeah. some of these scenes or do we get actual teenagers and then like make people really think about the content that they're watching so it is It is a catch. Like, I think that, yes, it is a problem to cast adults in teenage roles, even if they do look young, like, even if they look 12, Mm -hmm. she should not be playing a 12-year-old role. Mm -hmm. Just because I think it does present for some folks a false sense of what age can look like. Yeah. Or, like, what you're expected to look like at, like, a certain age. Mm. Because I see those like TikToks and videos of, oh, back in 1990 something, Mm -hmm. this is what um, our teenage years look like. And I feel like now it's teenage years are a little bit more adultish.
0: Yeah. I then also, on the other hand, think that they don't, I don't think, I don't even think they should have like 18, 19, 20 year olds to be playing these roles either. Because I'm like, that still feels a little uncomfortable for me. Um, Yeah. So I'm like, but I think like right now, that's like the most logical decision to make. Um, Mm -hmm.
1: Right. (laughs) For legality reasons.
0: Yeah. They also like talk about child pornography in the show, which is like also something that made me uncomfortable. I was like, uh, like, Cause it was like they were talking about you know Jules's pictures and like also like that being held against them. It was like it was like a whole thing. I was just like, this is really complicated. Um,
1: mm-hmm. I feel like that happens a lot more now too. Yeah, like you feel like you trust somebody, but then like there's that risk of putting your body out there and then blackmailing
0: you I was I'm thinking about Nate Jacobs now and like how he almost he feels like he's a real character but he feels almost like unrealistic actually no he doesn't because I was like it feels like he almost has too much power but I think that because he's a white man like it makes a lot of sense yeah
1: his no his character feels realistic too I feel like (laughs) this is pretty much like a under you know, undercover, but like this is what, like, some yes, no, this is what some political people do undercover, yeah. low key, because he is pretty much like the mayor of the city, mm-hmm. like, everybody knows him and he has such great power. So, his story is another line that I feel like is the most realistic mm-hmm. the powerful white man who is deemed good looking in society, family man. But mm, got a lot of little skeletons in his closet.
0: Mm-hmm. Have you seen those TikToks where it's like um, when it's your first day of high school, but you forget? <laughs>
1: it's, yes. use yeah.
0: <laughs> I can't lie; like the fashion in that show is like really good. Um, it is, and then also the makeup; like I love it. Whenever they would play that song, I'm like, uh, oh, not again.
1: Right. <laughs> like, here we go. <laughs>
0: like, now what's gonna happen?
1: Right. I know, there's... Shows always have that... Like, there's that...
0: The know, one song. a
1: little sound, yep, <laughs> yeah, Sounds are a song, and it's like, oh, here we go.
0: <laughs> you know what really pissed me off? Was that when they made... When they made Rue do heroin, like, I was like...
1: No, it was fentanyl.
0: It was fentanyl.
1: Yeah, like oh, the no, tongue.
0: No. Oh, have you watched season two?
1: I watched episode one. Oh, I was kind of high, so I forgot some of it. <laughs> I was kind of, I was high when I was it
0: I'm pretty sure it was heroin, but
1: <laughs> no, because I thought the oh, spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! Oh. You <laughs> didn't watch it. Spoiler. Sorry.
0: Spoiler! I feel like we should give <laughs> a spoiler before the whole thing. But Before, we didn't
1: really give things away, per se. You kind of did. Well, okay, spoiler, spoiler. <laughs> <laughs> season
0: two, season
1: two. No, I thought it was the white girl that did it.
0: Yeah, and then remember, Vru went in the car, and she like was like gonna go to sleep or something, and then she, she saw the Altoids, um, thing on the floor and looked at yeah. it, and then she came out the car, and. Remember she did those, she did, um, I don't, I think he was doing coke and, or something. And then he was like, oh, did, it, did we do the same amount of drugs? And then Rue was like, no, we didn't. Um, because she was about to, she was about to go into cardiac. Oh,
1: and- yes, yes, yes. Okay, and then she told him that, to, yeah. hmm Oh. Okay, and now I remember. Mm-hmm. She did heroin. <laughs> That like that didn't correlate.
0: I mean, it was it wasn't like shown, but I feel like it was implied that she did it. Right. I could, but I'm pretty sure.
1: Well, um, we'll see with episode two.
0: Yeah, I'm really glad that they are starting off season two with Jules and Rue coming back together. I think they have the potential to be a really good relationship. I think that. <clears throat> Vrew Jules definitely needs to find independence from Vru and Rue needs to find independence from Jules. because um, they're mm-hmm. definitely very codependent. Um,
1: okay, so explain that. Like <clears throat> what what's like the downfall of their codependency and what's like the upside?
0: Well, we see it because Jules is like tired of like almost taking care of Rue and like feeling this like sense of guilt and pain every single time. Rue relapses because right. she's there. You know what I mean? Because Jules is like, "Oh, you can't sleep over tonight," or da, da Jules is like, "Oh, I have to go to a doctor's appointment," and whatever. And like, she can't hang out. So it's like, then Rue is like, she's like, "Oh, like maybe Jules doesn't want me," or da da da. And I think that literally all they need to do is communicate. Like, <clears throat>
1: yeah. But they're... so all they really do is hug, and yeah, they, do, they have little conversations, but it's mostly like. We just hug and like ride our bikes.
0: Yeah, they have good. Time. <laughs> they have a good. Time. <laughs> yeah, I mean they definitely they have conversations and oh no, they think, do, but like. They need to talk about, the dependency. Um,
1: right, but Jules is really, Ruse Rock. Whoa, I can't talk. Jules <laughs> is really Ruse Rock. <laughs> oh yes. Yeah. Rue's rock.
0: <laughs> and then everyone's like, oh, um everyone's always reminding Jules, you know, like, oh, Rue's doing really good right now because of you. Um, which also adds pressure.
1: It is, yeah. Okay. Because also at the same time, it's like, do like what if Jules doesn't want to be in that sort of relationship, you know? Mm-hmm. Well yeah, what are you gonna say? Wait,
0: what? Uh, I'm like <laughs> I just wanted to say, I think Fez is cute. Okay. But the, I feel like I, that's really weird of me to say, cause I never, like, I usually don't <laughs> fall for white boys, but I'm like, Oh, he's cute. But also his character feels weird to me. Actually. Are there a lot of white drug? G- yes. Wait. Yes. Let me, <laughs> yes. Let, let, let me run it back. Yes. Probably a, a lot of white drug dealers. Probably the majority. Um, but nobody really considers them drug dealers because probably because of fucking stereotypes and like all that stuff. Right. Um, Astray yeah. Astray to me is like one of the weirdest characters. <laughs> like the Well, I think
1: yeah, it just kinda randomly plays. At least that's what it seems like so far. Yeah. It's like I'm, I'm doing drugs. Oh, so, and I do drugs. Let's hang out. Okay.
0: Hmm. Well, no, Ashtray is, like, Fez's.
1: Oh, wait, no, yeah, sorry. I'm thinking about the other one. Oh, that's the younger brother. Well, I know because how old is he really, like, in the show? He has to be, like, 14, he... right?
0: Mm. Or a
1: little younger?
0: He's 15 in real life. Yeah. Um... I don't know how old he is in the show let's see
1: it has to be middle school
0: people are saying he's 15 or 13 in the show
1: no he has to be like 13 14
0: 13 yeah, yeah yeah and then he was 12 when they first started like when the first season came out i mean they're not they're not blood related also so it's like
1: right yeah. that's why i was like they don't really look alike
0: i wonder if you're thinking about how um the show's mad graphic, but like spoiler,
1: spoiler, spoiler, spoiler.
0: <laughs> where Astray literally like bashed um Mouse, who was like Fez's like I guess drug supplier. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um literally smashed his head in with a hammer and there was like a hole in his head. I'm like, oh my god. Also trigger warning. <laughs> I'm like, I should've gave that. Yes. But
1: Sorry. So Demel at this mark. This we actually have to put- Euphoria.
0: The best way to describe Euphoria is just one big trigger warning. That's it. But you know when you come out the movie theaters and you're like, and you ha- you see this person in the movie with like a really good personality, you're like, damn, I want that personality. And then you walk out the the movie theaters and you're like, I feel like a bad bitch. I feel like yes. I was like after watching Euphoria, literally every single thing I did, I was like, oh my god, this feels so like ethereal and like. Um, like me like shifting in bed or like me going downstairs to like grab a glass of water like everything just felt so like so I felt like there was a camera on me it was it was
1: you altered the way you started doing things
0: yes I was
1: like
0: (laughs) literally with everything I did Doing it or a... Oh my god, Zendaya's little like music video thing and the and in... Oh
1: yep, the season one, right?
0: Good. She needs to make more music. Zendaya, if you ever listen to Can I Help You, you need to make more music, please. Thank you. Like what? I was
1: actually surprised. I've never heard her sing before. Cause I, you know, she wasn't in my you know, growing up catalog. Mm-hmm. Um but when I heard her, I was like, oh, okay, she seemed really good. She's going to go places. I feel like she's going to... She, I feel like she's going to last for a while. Mm-hmm. Like, a long time. Like, in the acting industry.
0: For sure. But also, that's, like, the industry's fault, too. Plan. Yeah, because I feel like, you know, she's the overplayed. Like, they're like, oh, we need a black girl. Zendaya, Yara Shahidi, like,
1: mm-hmm.
0: light skin. Like, it's like, uh but there are people. Changing.
1: Yara isn't um, light skinned
0: Yara is definitely light skin.
1: She's not light.
0: She's not dark.
1: <laughs> She's <laughs> middle tone.
0: I think, she, I think people would consider her light skin. But they, mm-hmm. they, when people do talk about that discourse, they
1: they do bring her name up. Yeah. Well, um, I think that yeah, I feel like also too. Since, to me, I think they're what media would consider nerds, but the, and they're proud of their nerdness, and they're socially attractive too. Mm. Like personally, I think they're both attractive women, uh, but socially they're attractive, and so they're always gonna also get put in those roles and be typecasted. Right, because they're always playing. Well, maybe not Zendaya, but they're always playing this like nerdy, low key. Airheady type character.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like that's pretty much it for Euphoria. Yeah. If you haven't watched, it, I feel like you should watch it. Definitely. But
1: just know that yeah. you may be triggered. There's a lot going on: drug use, sex, money, party, money, 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 money. <laughs> Money. But it is a really good. Sh-
0: wait, wait, cuz you said money. Money is triggering. Let's talk about that. <laughs> like
1: Well, I feel like this is a good place for us to take a break. So, when we come back, we're going to talk about money. So, mm-hmm. here is a word from our sponsors. Okay, and we are back. Welcome back to uh, another episode of
0: Can I help you? Oh wait
1: welcome to another episode of
0: welcome to mcdonald's can i help you
1: and we're not sponsored by mcdonald's but we just think it's funny
0: hey you can't
1: be saying that (laughs) 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 okay so let's talk about how money is triggering it really is though
0: like oh my god as a broke college student like mm mm-mm Mm -mm -mm -mm. it's like why i always got to be thinking about it it's literally a piece of paper that lets me live like why why thank you capitalism thank you
1: well it lets you live just because this is the new exchange it's like an exchange rate Mm -hmm. it's like okay in order for you to get this you gotta give me this because we're not trading like mules and land anymore. It's currency.
0: Mm-hmm. I don't so, want to work a nine to five ever in my life.
1: Okay. So,
0: I, not ever. In my life. I already have, but like, not a nine to five, but like a, you know how you I mean? like.
1: But you're working a pretty, like, a typical, like, retail ish job or like over and the then before,
0: before my work study job, I had a. Um, I guess a part-time job. So it was like,
1: oh. nonprofit.
0: Yeah, but that I really enjoyed. Like I was actually like very happy with my work. I think it
1: even with the pay.
0: Yeah, actually, it got very tiring just because of the kind of work it was, but because or like it was organizing work and community organizing and that work can be very emotionally demanding so i was just like uh maybe i would have like
1: used for yeah. others
0: yeah and also i mean i was young but i think that cuz i i started working when i was 16 i believe and so like it's a lot um
1: yep i've been working since i was 16 too haven't stopped
0: <laughs> my God.
1: I know, I make it sound so depressing.
0: <laughs> no, because it is. I feel like we shouldn't have to work that young. <clears throat> right. But
1: well let's talk about it more. So okay. Um, money. And so yeah, in some conversations of money, it depends. You know, I feel like in some ways I shouldn't be talking just because and I should be like listening. Mm. just because in some sort of ways i feel like i have i i am privileged or not feel like i am privileged no. um and even growing up too like i've always been the person not to like ask for much um one because i never like asked for help since i was young until this day like if even if i'm financially in trouble like i have to be put out on the street first before i'm like Hey, can you help me? Like I have there's just something about asking for help, and I really think it's like the caretaker of me. Mm. And I'd rather take care of other people instead of myself. Like it pains me to ask for help. Just because, you know, I don't want to be a bother. Mm-hmm. So, anyways, um, you know, growing up, I never felt as though I needed like to ask for things just because I felt like I had everything that I needed. Yeah. Um, and if I did need to ask you know, it would be provided for me. But again, I would have to be in a very, like, that position. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, I am working nine to five, but, like, the pay rate is really well. um, And, like, I'm able to do a lot of things. So, like, I think money for me, it always stresses me out just because I've always been taught, like, to save Right. And right now I don't have a lot in my savings per mm-hmm. se, or at least like where I want it to be. So I have money in my savings, but not where I want it to be. Right, right, right. <laughs> but also at the same time, it's like, there's just a lot of unexpected bills. And so I feel like my money is depleting. Mm-hmm. And so I, I'm always stressed about money. I'm the type to, whenever I feel stressed about money, and it could even be the next day. Like, I will sit down and plan out everything to the T. How much I'm getting in the next few weeks, what mm-hmm. I need to buy, so then I know the yes, money that's left over. Like the... I have a, I have a budget. I have a spreadsheet, a Google Sheet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, like, I just really map everything out. Um, but I also am in debt. Like, my debt-to-income ratio is... <laughs> It's yeah. that cute. <laughs> it's that cute. So, and I think that's why I stress out about money. Cause it's like, damn, if I could just like pay off this shit quick,
0: mm-hmm. I
1: feel like there's a lot more that I could do with my life.
0: That's so, oh, so yeah,
1: that's where I stress out. But go I ahead. feel
0: like then that makes me think like I should be more great. Cause I don't have debt at least right now. So I'm like, uh, so I should like, there are things I want, but it's ne- not necessarily things I need but it's like photography is not cheap. Like equipment is not cheap. And like, that's technically my, like coming out of college, I would love for that to be my career. You know what I mean? Like I would just want to be a full-time photographer. Mm -hmm. Um, So I'm like, I do want to start investing in equipment and all that stuff. But I think also like, like you were saying, I think like we should, I'm thinking about what it means to, like, normalize, like, being okay. Or, like, it being okay to be, like, you know, like, I want more money. Or, like, yeah, is not mm-hmm. enough? Or this is, like, I need more money. Because, like, money, I think, for, for people like us is more of a survival thing. Like, there's literally people in the world who play with money. Like, who, like, get to, like, do so much shit. And we're over here feeling bad because we want... You know like a velvet green couch or an air fryer you know what i mean (laughs) like like right (laughs) like we should we should deserve like we deserve those things if we want them because there's literally people who have so much money and like are literally doing the worst things like like horrible things with it and i'm just like if i want if i want some extra crispy fries in my air fryer and i want some more money for that i shouldn't feel bad about it you know what i mean and i think that is a thing of like growing up also like Growing up low income is like being grateful for like what you have and like also making do with what you what is given to you, especially from your parents. Um, and I think that I'm also the like in a in a dichotomy of like I hate capitalism. I want to you know dismantle all this stuff, but I don't think that capitalism will be dismantled in my lifetime. Um, no.
1: And, and, I, you still, and you're still, forced, in a lot of ways, to still participate in order
0: to survive. Yeah, it's like, you can't, it's like you can't, like, almost, like, escape it. So, it's like, this is the reality you're living with. But there are, there are obviously, like, you know, like, theories and methods of which you can, like, be anti-capitalist, but... Which are... I don't know, like to the T, but. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, do you know I at least one to tell I, our viewers? I mean, I
0: was thinking a lot about like mutual aid. Yeah. I mean, like, really, like, if you have wealth, distribute it, like, whenever right. you can, like, try and give money. But then even that is existing in the capitalist system. You know what I mean? Um, mm-hmm. But I'm like, because, mm. like, I think before I went to New York, I was like, I was really like, girl, I'm anti-capitalist. This, like, oh my god, like we need to dismantle this. da-da-da-da-da, And then when I got there, everyone's so like career oriented and like da, 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 that I sort of just fell into that mindset of like holy shit, I need to make money. Um, mm-hmm.
1: the difference between Rhode Island and New York. Like there yeah. it's very fast. It's especially where you're at, it's very fast. You know, money money helps you survive, but it also gives you status. Yeah, And it also depends on the sort of life that you want to live as well. And I think that also plays in a role for kind of the survival mode that you're talking about. It's like, okay, I have this sort of dream. I have this sort of lifestyle that I want to live and it requires this amount of money per month, per year or whatever. So now like, what do I do to go and get it?
0: Mm -hmm. And
1: if I do want to participate Or if I dream about participating, like that is, you know, like another stressor too. Because then if you're not in that predicament, it's like, oh my gosh, when am I going to get there? Things aren't going well. Mm -hmm. Or maybe they're just taking too long. And that's like another added stress too that Mm -hmm. usually happens.
0: I think that, I don't know, especially as Black people, I think we should feel we deserve to feel less stressed about money and like wanting things um
1: mm-hmm. unpack that because i'm like
0: we've been through so much shit, we just deserve to like have a good life and feel happy and i think that's like everyone's not everyone's end goal but a lot of people's end goal is like i just want to be happy and i think mm-hmm. in a capitalist society like it means Sometimes it means materialistic things. Sometimes it means, like, you...
1: Material girl!
0: <laughs> exactly. Like, there's things that you kind of need in order to, like, achieve your goals to be happy. And I think a lot of the things we need cost money. Um,
1: think, yeah. The things we think, need cost
0: money. I do think that... I think I, I'm just going to speak moving forward. Like, we are living in this system. We kind of can't avoid it right now. Um, uh-huh. That might be kind of ignorant, but to me, it feels also it feels too exhausting. Also, to like be responsible to think of a solution when in reality it's not my responsibility. Um, Mm. I think um,
1: so. Kind of like in your line of work previously, yeah. It's like you're trying to set up these ways to kind of prevent, you know these generational i don't want to say curses but generational
0: traumas
1: yeah traumas Mm
0: -hmm. but it's
1: like if i'm doing all the work and you know the lawmakers and whoever aren't gonna do anything it's like (sighs) then like what do i do yeah Mm -hmm. um i'm sorry go ahead
0: no no you're good i was just like I don't know, because now I'm thinking, like, I do really want to live, like, a good life. I want to live happily. You know I, I kind of do want a Tesla, but...
1: Oh, you and Noel. Uh, All right, to our but... listeners, I'm very anti-Tesla. <laughs> All cars are death traps, but especially this one. And I am okay with going green and energy, even though that's still polluting the earth, but if we have to switch... From gasoline to that i'll do it but just not a tesla
0: girl gas is getting pricey
1: <sighs> it sure is that
0: but is almost four dollars here in rhode island mm. is that crazy or
1: yep you know, you sound like california even though i think there's a more i think it's like five
0: six? actually i think it might almost be five dollars which is like insane
1: No, not in Rhode Island.
0: Yes, it's like four something. Four. You're lying. No. Anywho, yeah. yeah. Oh, for real. But um. Uh oh. Do y'all hear
1: that? Click clack, click clack, click clack.
0: Yeah, because I'm about to.
1: Welcome to our ASMR where we look up gas prices.
0: (laughs) The current average is three point nine.
1: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Wait, no, three point nine, like three dollars and ninety cents. Yeah. What? Wait, how much is it here?
0: I feel like that's not true. That I definitely slack. Like...
1: No. <sighs> Whatever. Yeah, we're like three bucks.
0: And oh, okay.
1: Well, yeah, like around like three something. Okay. Menu.
0: throwback twin gas was like one ninety
1: nine. Was- I remember alright we're going a little off topic but gas right I remember getting rides to school oh, I used to get gas all the time I remember when gas was the same price as a loaf of bread y'all 125. (laughs) I remember you, and if you had the little gas card, it would go down 10 cents, or you would have to go on certain days and then it would have little cents off. Like, oh, come on Wednesdays, the five cents off per gallon. Oh
0: my gosh.
1: Now it's a whole three bucks, three, four bucks, five. (sighs) But yeah, back to New York. So New York is a very, it's a very,
0: yeah. Also, it's hard for me to be like. It's hard for me to be, like, anti-capitalist. I would yeah. def- definitely try and follow, you know, like, the ideologies as much as possible. But it's, like, everything's, like, go, go, go. I don't have time to organize or to, like, I barely have time to think, I feel like. I'm, like, I'm always on my next step to, mm-hmm. like, my career. And I think that, that like, New York is so career-oriented. Um, mm-hmm. especially being being in college I'm like I don't have to, I do study some of this stuff but I don't necessarily take classes about it because there's no classes like primarily focused on this kind of stuff and then also like classes on like how do you maintain those ideologies in a place like New York in a place like the institution Um, whereas mm-hmm. versus in high school I could have really like I was doing research and all that stuff because I went to like a um career in technical school where I got to like choose where I wanted to what I wanted to like study and like focus on but it was just like I had more time to think about things like that um Mm
1: -hmm.
0: were you gonna say something Mm,
1: yes I had a question but then I lost it um 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 Oh yeah, so I was gonna say going back to you know materialism. I think the internet also <laughs> Material Girl. The trend you know that's a year old.
0: It is.
1: Yeah, we're all late.
0: Oh it's, yeah. It's
1: it's been out for a whole year already. But um shit, I lost my question again. Oh, yeah, so the internet and materialism. <laughs> Do you, because I think also, too, there is more of a drive for self-worth and money on the internet. And a lot of that does come with what you buy, what you have, and how you present yourself to. Mm-hmm. And so in some ways, you feel as though like you feel more of that pressure now that you're outside of Rhode Island where it's, you know, I feel like to me, Rhode Island is, I guess it's like if the part of Providence that I've visited. It's more like chill, like no one's really like, you know, people look nice, they dress nice, especially when they're like going out and, you know, a little drippy. Yeah. But it's not to the point where it's like. Ew, you have this on that's like last season
0: bitch oh yeah no i mm, do i like what's the question again
1: like do you feel like now that you're in new york
0: there's pressure um yeah,
1: yeah there's pressure because Definitely. on the internet there is such there is a pressure to be like you know you have self-worth like you should do x this and This and that, X, Y, and Z for yourself financially, um, and especially like how you present yourself and what you wear and what you buy.
0: Yeah. Yes. I think that especially like my generation, like everyone's wanting to dress a certain way. But then also the biggest thing I thought about was like there's so many rich white kids at my school who literally go to who go thrifting and don't need to go thrifting and who will pretend to be poor even though they're not just so they can have this aesthetic of like i don't know i don't know what kind of aesthetic they're going for but like
1: throwback boho chic maybe
0: i'm like what do you what are you trying to do because like i'm thrifting because i need to thrift you're thrifting because you want a vintage i don't know a vintage dior purse or whatever whatever it may be like I'm like girl like get the fuck out of here um
1: fuck out of here
0: but there are days where I'm like oh my god like I feel like my outfit's not cute or cool enough to walk outside but I feel like I kind of I've I've really gotten over that because I'm just like girl I'm here to go to class go to my job I got shit to do if you want to look fab, look fab. I'll look fab when I want to. Um, somebody did bring a Birkin bag to class. I I talk, I think what? I talked about this a little bit. But I was like, "You're using a ten thousand dollar bag. It probably was. It was more than ten thousand dollars." Did she I,
1: put it on the floor?
0: Actually, yeah. yeah, they definitely put it on the floor.
1: So it. it see, it, that's that type of shit. That's like. You really have way too much money.
0: <laughs> really playing right now. Like he had on um like some Louis Vuitton and then what else? I don't remember. I was like the whole outfit was designer. And I was like, You don't even look good. Like
1: <laughs> you're dusty.
0: <laughs> 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 because it was just like that it was you're wearing it because it's designer and because mm-hmm. you want to flex, but literally the outfit don't even match. So, um,
1: was this person well? Um, well, do you know how they identify in terms of um, ethnicity?
0: No, but they were POC.
1: Mm-hmm. So okay, so this is
0: that's different. Yeah, because
1: uh-huh. I think for and I think I'm not like. A doctor who analyzes this stuff. But I do like I really think back to like I really think back to like hip hop when it comes to like flashy labels. So let me let me kind of unpack that. So the real like base of hip hop, well, maybe not the real base, but like once I would say, like, late 80s, early 90s, once that started coming through, right, brands, what rappers wore and those sort of brands and being flashy was a little bit more highlighted in music. So it's like, okay, you've made it because you have X, Y, and Z, or, oh, my gosh, they have, like, the latest Chanel, the latest Dior. You know, like, fashion has always been a thing, but within hip-hop, I think, brands start to become more popular um, mm-hmm. in the late 80s, early 90s. And so I feel like within specifically like Black culture, because I don't know how it is with um, other groups, if you, like the flashier you are with your brands, like it, it's almost like, okay, like you've made it, like you have money, like you look good, like look at me and we see it all the time right mm-hmm. like within hip hop or within just like media in general now it's like if you have a monogram everywhere over your body guess yes. what you made it um and so in certain ways I'm like yeah I can't I can't fault when black people mm-hmm you know exhibit that sort of you know fashion because right. it's like I feel like this is what's kind of like bred to us in certain ways um mm-hmm. and at least for me and my stepfather he's very brand heavy mm-hmm. and so if you if you don't have like a if you can afford luxury brand and you don't have it he's like what are you doing yeah, because he's the type to just go out and get Gucci Louie whenever he wants.
0: The person I was talking about that was like a non black person of color,
1: okay? So well, I'm bringing, uh, bringing it up anyway, okay? okay. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, but no, it's true. I think, like, I think also that's a completely different thing because of culture. I think, it's like, well,
1: right, mm-hmm.
0: because it's like if you got if you got Prada if you got Gucci if you got Louis like you know what i mean like it, you know what it is but it's like i don't know but then there's also no, like,
1: it's different from that other individual that has yeah. a birkin and labels everywhere and then just
0: mm-hmm.
1: almost feeling feeling like they are disposing of like, what they have
0: it didn't feel of importance it just felt like i'm throwing this on like it was it was definitely like the whole like also the college thing of like you know what i mean like why are you doing this like like people coming to class and us unnecess- unnecessarily like you know very expensive things and like
1: mm-hmm.
0: i don't know it's just like it was so just, just flexing yeah um but yeah yeah i don't really fault black people for like you know, flexing designer because it's kind mm-hmm. of just like a thing, and also like a lot of people can do whatever they want. And my right. opinion, like, <laughs> mind your business, So I'm not <laughs> hurting anybody or like, you know what I mean. But
1: mm-hmm. no side note. Every time I think about money, too, <laughs> I think about broke people shouldn't laugh. <laughs> broke people should never laugh. Oh, <laughs> uh, bro! Bro, people should never laugh.
0: Oh my god!
1: So the realty is, are you laughing? <laughs> <laughs> uh, are you
0: quiet? I'm a laugh. I'm a laugh. You ain't, I'm not going to expose my my economic status right now. So I'm, <laughs> well, I'm
1: not saying give numbers, but I'm like, are you laughing or quiet?
0: I'm a laugh.
1: Okay, I'm a laugh too, obviously. But just cause, well, also I feel like I'm rich in spirit.
0: But also, we need to normalize. We need to normalize not laughing. If you broke, you broke, and that's okay.
1: It is, but I feel th- again. I think, brokeness or how you what you deem as broke. In a certain situation, mm-hmm. um, it really depends on the lifestyle. Cause like, if do I, if I, right now, I feel like I can afford the lifestyle of maybe I can eat out three times a week, maybe four. Hey, if I'm budgeting right, but and you know that's comfortable. Like I feel like I'm comfortable, so oh. I can laugh. To me, like I feel like
0: oh, like you comfy.
1: I'm comfortable, like, surta pillow,
0: Mm -hmm.
1: like, clouds, Mm
0: -hmm. sleeping
1: on sheep. Comfortable,
0: okay. But that comfortable,
1: if I'm trying to live like Beyonce, I'm fucking broke as hell. Even (laughs) try to live as Saucy Santana, I'm broke (laughs) as hell. I cannot, yeah. Like, all my bills in one month, I could probably get a handbag. And then that's it.
0: I'm <laughs> the Lady Dior bag.
1: The Lady Dior bag. I want one in every color that they have. And I want medium size. Ooh. Material girl.
0: Dior, if you want to sponsor, let us know.
1: Please. Thank you.
0: Yeah. One last thing. That did make me think of like luxury, like Black brands, like Telfar, or, like Brandon Blackwood. I was just like. <laughs> Those are also flex, and it's not even, like, high designer. Um, it's not. But if you got to so tell far, you know what I mean? Like, people on the street are going to be like,
1: oh, that sounds easy.
0: Or, like, you know what I mean? So it's just, like...
1: Mm-hmm. Like, it depends on the community, too. Like, I feel like it is high. Like, it, in some ways, it does feel exclusive. Is, yeah, right?
0: for sure. Because would- there's
1: only but so many people that can have it due to... Their online system, which I personally think sucks. Yeah. Like, how is it for us, by us, but then not all of us can get it, per?
0: <laughs> 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 that's so true. I mean, that's why there's like back security. But then, literally, every time there's back security, the girls is broke. Like,
1: exactly. That's what I'm saying. Ugh. Like, I just paid so many bills and now you want to put this shit out. Thank you.
0: I think they try and be as accommodating as possible because they did extend back to period that one time Mm -hmm. because like people's payday or something.
1: Oh yeah. Another thing I wanted to talk about was, and I I forgot to talk about this earlier. So, and it comes in terms to money, right? I think one thing that I did learn from you actually was from your sister. I remember one day we were talking and I was stressing out about money because I'm like, oh, my gosh, I got to pay these student loans. And I'm trying to pay a lot at one time so then I don't have to worry about it. And so my like in. Hold on, let me finish. Mm-hmm. And so in certain ways, I'm like, oh, like I'm actually broke because I'm trying to like get rid of debt. So like I can't do certain things until so I remember stressing out about money. And then you told me what something that your sister said. And mm-hmm. what your sister said was, and you know, obviously this can't apply to everybody, um, but it stuck in my head. Money comes and goes, and you're always bound to get it back.
0: Mm-hmm. And so, it's you so know, though, like
1: I yeah, and I didn't believe it when you first told me. It took me to the end of 2021 where I was like, you know what, this is actually the mindset I want to have, and ever since then I haven't really been like stressing out about money like the way that I used to and I'm and honestly I'm a little bit more apt to give out more mm-hmm. I think that's just because like right now I kind of have the financial stability too so like if like family members come through and they're like oh like I need something or like hey I started a business like can you help me they actually yeah like it won't like I can't like give a lot but like I'll help you mm-hmm. and so like ever since then I'm like actually I like this mindset because I do feel and again like it you have to feel comfortable in your situation like whatever that looks like to yeah. have that sort of mindset
0: mm-hmm. it's definitely a thing of like if you have access to money, like it will come and go you know what i mean like if you have different mm-hmm. sources of income like there's been times where i've been zero broke and like i'm like oh my god like what am i gonna do and then there have been times where i've had you know a comfortable a comfortable amount of money and i'm like oh like you know what i mean and then you know like i use that money or it has to go but then it'll come back and i'm just like you know it might take some time or whatever it may be but there's there are all Thankfully, there's always a time where I can be comfortable again, um, right? Mm-hmm. And it's never like a constant thing.
1: And then sometimes you're even blessed,
0: right, right, right. Like
1: you and you like you get money that you don't they like expect or you know whatever. I'm like, oh shit. Mm-hmm. Let me keep on this little way of thinking.
0: My sister sent me this thing a while ago, and I used to get so mad at her because I was just like, you're so like privileged and like you're so like. <laughs> <laughs> like you're so like, this is like a, weird, a privileged way of thinking, but I think if if we're thinking about it in the sense that you do like have access to money, she's I me mean, this thing where it was like, what people think money is, um, mm-hmm. a resource only used by greedy, evil people to exploit others, a fixed resource that comes from other people, something you chase, created by other people and dispersed to you in ways outside of your control a limited resource Mm -hmm. that takes away from others as you gain more. And it was like what money actually is. And it says a neutral tool that you have the choice to use in whichever way fits your values an energy that originated from source and comes through other people. Sometimes something you attract created by you via your ideas, value you bring into the marketplace and your unique energetic signature and an infinite limitless resource that you will always have access to no matter what the circumstance because it originates from the source and I think it's true I mean like I said like if you are someone who has access to money it's it's limitless you know what I mean like there's a point where you know like you won't become you can't really be the average person can't be a billionaire or a millionaire you know what I mean but like mm-hmm. You can have a, a comfortable amount of money, like a comfortable amount of money where you're like, I like this. This is good for me. And if you work-
1: It feels sustainable. Yeah.
0: And I think sadly, like if you work hard enough or if you like, you know, if you do whatever it is that you need to do, like you can, you can be good. But yeah. like I said, this is like a privileged. Respect. It is.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, you have yeah, right. Like you said, you have to be comfortable and you have to feel privileged Mm -hmm. in order to do that. Um, so I do wanna leave us with some closing remarks. Well, something that I wanna talk about, which is 2022. What day is it? It's the 15th. Which one? 15th? Yeah. Okay. It's the 15th, y'all. And I really think 2022 is not going to be it. Like, I'm really uh, hoping for me, for me, for me, okay, okay. <laughs> for me. I don't think it's going to be it for me. <laughs> like, will okay. I be happy this don't, year? Don't
0: say that. Don't say that. Though.
1: I know, but okay. So already. I get it.
0: I get it. It's, it's, it's really easy to be pessimistic because it feels like shit at the beginning, but don't don't manifest that because you really can live the life that you want to live. I I, True. I I really believe that.
1: True. So, I know. I know. I, mean, I just talked about what your sister said. In the positivity. Um. Okay. Twenty twenty two. It's not off to a good start. I'm gonna just and, say it like that. I think so. It's I, not off to a good start. I hope, and I believe it will get better. Just right now, I think that. I did so well last year and now I feel like I'm getting to the point where I'm repeating habits from 2020 Mm. and it's starting to kind of like make me nervous.
0: 2021 or 2020?
1: No 2020 like I'm repeating habits from 2020 like (laughs) from two years ago Uh, and so that's like one thing that I'm nervous about so we kind of talked about it before I think it was before we started talking about Um, the things in the podcast but I am I'm gaining weight again (laughs) Mm -hmm. so I need to so like the weight loss that I had I could definitely feel heavier just due to me working so like I've been overworking and so I feel like I'm not leaving enough time for myself which is you know, I have it that I had really bad in 2020. Mm-hmm. Like in 2020, I never really saved room for myself. And so I feel like oh, I feel like it's happening again. And so I want to try and nip it in the butt now. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not eating as healthy either. Like I'm eating a lot more sweets again. Mm-hmm. Um not getting enough sleep. And so I just, you know, think that health wise mind and body spirit's pretty stable but i do need of course a little bit more of an awakening mm. you know i feel like i'm repeating habits from 2020 in those in those sort of regions yeah. but also to, like covid is still a thing y'all yeah. if you have underlying health issues you you still need to be careful yeah so, my cousin just recently passed away from COVID-19. Well, complications from COVID-19. So, he got sick with pneumonia and was diagnosed with COVID-19. But he also had um, asthma. Still fairly, like, healthy individual. Um, but he passed away last week, last Friday. Mm-hmm. Um. So, you know, y'all, it's still still out there you can still get infected you know i know the survival rate is pretty high but you know if you do have underlying health issues please make sure you're taking care of yourself because you know we want to still see you as much as possible
0: yeah it's not so, so much- i
1: say that to also have you reach out to folks
0: yes this was something you kind of pushed last week of like reach out to people like just give a quick little phone call a text Mm -hmm. but I mean like some people might not be having a good start to the year and I I really like I really enjoyed that you know I mean like if you have a moment to yourself and like you're having a little self-care day I think even if it's like a self-care day it can be self-care to like check in with people you haven't checked in with in a while. You know, I called mm-hmm. I called a friend the other day that I hadn't talked to in a very long time and have hung out with them like two or three times this past week and it's really just been like one of the most healing experiences for me. And so like I think like you, you don't you never know what can come out of a phone call or a text. You could literally like make someone's day or week or their year. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? But like I think it's so important to just, like, even if you have, like, a feeling of, like, I really love this person, I miss them, put action into it, text them, call them, you know, I mean, do whatever makes you feel good, like, about that feeling. But, Mm -hmm. yeah.
1: Right, because, yeah, like you say, like, you never know when you're going to make someone's day. and It's not even like you have to have a full-blown conversation with somebody, but just be like, hey, just checking in on you, it's been a while. And especially check in on your peers and your friends who are usually the type to talk to you for, you know, a little bit and then they disappear for a few months. Yeah. Just check in on them. (laughs) They might see if they respond because those are the ones that kind of make me nervous nowadays
0: too. Check like in on check your in. bad bitch friends. Check in on your socially active friends too, because yes, they carry the group. Sometimes they carry the friendship, and they need more attention. I think even though you know they might seem like they're they're doing good, like ask them how they're doing. You never know. Right. Um, or
1: just ask them, like, you know, why the sky blue? Right. Like, just be funny with it. Sometimes you don't even got to check in, like, hey, I'm just checking in on you and think about you. Just, like, hey, like, do you like pepperoni pizza or extra cheese?
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Mine's extra cheese.
0: Yeah. Going off of, like, what you said to close out, I guess, like, in terms of my year, that made me think about, because I actually did, like I said, like, I hung out with that friend that I haven't talked to in, like, a really good time, like, a really good friend of mine. And... Mm-hmm. Um, we got high and he's been asking everyone this question of like, what gives you purpose? I mean, like, what do you think your purpose is in life? And, you know, like what brings you happiness? And I just responded because I was like really thinking about it. I was like, literally, I'm so glad that I got the chance to be here. Like the fact that I got to live on this earth and experience consciousness and an existence that someone literally might not have had the experience to have. I think I'm just really glad that I got to be here. And I think that's sort of the energy that I'm going into with this year. Cause I'm like, what a time to be alive. You know what I mean? Like it's
1: mm-hmm. it, it
0: might be shitty, it might be hard at times, but like, what the fuck, like I got to be here. And I'm like, I'm experiencing a life that can be so magical. And I'm like, I'm so young too. So I'm like, there's so much to this world that I have yet to experience and I'm I'm ready to experience it. And so like, I try and be as patient and as kind with myself as possible because it's like, I have so much time. I have so much to do and I have so much life to live that I can literally do whatever it is that I put my mind to. Um, mm-hmm. And so, like that's sort of the energy I'm trying to bring into this year. Of like, I got the chance to be here. I got the chance to feel happy. I got the chance to feel sad. I got the chance to experience love. I got the chance to whatever it is. You know what I mean? Like, what like what an, what a beautiful a beautiful gift that is. Um, and so I'm like I'm 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 chilling. You know what I mean there's definitely been some life lessons that I've learned as the year has started, but I'm super grateful for them, regardless of how I feel about them. So,
1: yeah. Oh, that was beautiful. I'm gonna take that energy too.
0: Yeah, like you got the chance to be here, girl. Like, live it up. You are a beautiful human being. You live a beautiful life. Like- Baby
1: boy, live your best life, you're (laughs) tripping on me. (laughs) (laughs) shout out to jocelyn hernandez everybody needs to be living it like it's their b-day and doing it like it's your b-day
0: do it like it's your (laughs) b-day yep yep
1: (laughs) (laughs) do it like it's your b-day baby all right well thank you everybody for tuning into another episode of
0: can i help you girl
1: can i help you Tune in next week to hear from Demel. And if you really like what was said, go ahead and comment below on our Instagram page. And you can also answer the question too. You know, what is your life's purpose? You can put your answer in the Instagram.
0: Yeah. Or you can talk about euphoria or whatever it is that we talked about this episode. Um, The Instagram is underscore, underscore, C-I-H-Y, underscore, underscore.
1: Yes. All right. Thank you, Thank for you again in. for tuning in. Have a good day.
0: Bye.